Hey, are you here? Uh Uh-huh. It's always a pleasure when we find out you're listening to the Paul Leslie Hour, one of the most unique compendiums of interviews available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, and tons of other places. We got a phone interview with Diane Bayham. Now, Diane Bayham comes from a very interesting family. Her late father, Roy Bayham, was a great country music songwriter. Roy Bayham was born in 1927 in Amite, Louisiana, and he passed away in Nashville in 2012. Roy wrote some classic songs. Charlie Shoes, recorded by Billy Walker. Blue Lonely Winter, it was cut in the studio by Jimmy C. Newman. Ray Price recorded it also, as well as Bobby Bear, Jeannie Seeley, Burl Ives, Skeeter Davis. They all recorded Roy Bayham's songs. Diane's brother, Jonathan Bayham, was also an artist and songwriter. Jonathan Bayham, or Johnny as he was called, was born in Bessemer, Alabama in 1951. Johnny passed away in St. Petersburg, Florida in 2016. Johnny Bayham wrote the song Lovely Cruise, which was recorded and made famous by Jimmy Buffett on his Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes album. And that was a big hit album. You know, of course, that the Paul Leslie Hour is made possible by listeners like you. If you would, please help us in our mission of helping people tell their stories and preserving history. Please visit thepaulleslie.com slash support, and we thank you. And with that, it's time to start the interview. Hey, hey, let's begin. Hello. Hey there, is this Diane? This is Diane. Hey, this is Paul Leslie. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Good to hear. So you're in uh, in Birmingham? I am. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. You're welcome. <laughs> Just so I'm sure, how do you pronounce your last name? Bayum. Bayum. I thought so, but mm-hmm. <laughs> just to be sure. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it all, yeah. <laughs> well, Diane Bayum, it's a pleasure. Thank so you. so tell me, where were you specifically born? I was born here in Birmingham. Okay. Now, the Bayum family, is that is that your roots? Is it Alabama? No. Roy, our father, was from Louisiana. Okay. Yeah. Tell us a bit, uh, just a bit about Roy Bayham. <laughs> he was quite a character. <laughs> I bet. But, uh, yeah, interesting man. He came from nothing, basically. He had a fifth grade education, but you would never know it from the way he spoke. He was born in Amit, Louisiana. He left home when he was about 12 and stayed with his sister in New Orleans. And then he joined the Army when he was 17 and stayed in there for two or three years. And then he ended up with a band that traveled like the southeast states. And that's how he and my mother met. She was working at a radio station in Birmingham. I see. And they were playing there. So that's how they met. When you were growing up was was music constantly playing around the house? No, this it really wasn't. My father kind of looked at music as a job. Uh-huh. Um, he was very good at it, but he it was just sort of what he did, you know. 
how he made a living or how he was, you know, hoping to make it a, li- a living for us. But we loved music. I mean, you know, we, we, we all, all of us loved it. It was a big part of our lives. Do you have any memories of your father? You said music was like his job, but do you have any memories of him just playing around the house? He used to play with us. Like when we were children, he would like to sing with it. We would sing and he would record us uh, singing with him. And he would, he would like play songs to us when we were, when we were little. Old Shep was one that would just kill me every time. <laughs> I yeah. was about five years old, you know. But yeah, no, we didn't, we didn't have like sing-alongs. I remember somebody asked me that a long time ago when I was a teenager and, and I said, no, we didn't sit around and sing. You know, we didn't do that. I got a chance to listen to quite a few of the Roy Bayham songs, and some of them are, they're, they're all really clever, like Charlie's Shoes. Do you have a favorite of your father's songs? I do, maybe. And I think it was recorded probably in the late 50s. It's a beautiful song. The words, I mean, I, I love the song, and I sing it sometimes when I'm just, you know, singing songs. Yeah, it's my favorite. And I know he was surprised one time when I told him that. <laughs> <laughs> was he a hum- was your father a humorous type of person? He was. He was very um, amusing and everybody's favorite uncle and that sort of that sort of person. <laughs> now, it would amaze me how many what we consider classic great singers, and mm-hmm. not just country music, but you know different people that recorded his songs. I mean, Ray Price, Burl Ives, Bobby mm-hmm. Bear, of course, uh, Jimmy C. Newman, Billy Walker. Was there a particular version of one of his songs that you knew to be one of his favorite interpretations? Let me think. I know I know the Ray Price uh, recording was, was one of his favorites because he loved Ray Price. He kind of had that same sort of voice, my father, uh, as Ray Price, sort of a, a more sophisticated country sound, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the Ray Price. So this this love and, and this craft of, of songwriting was passed on to your late brother. Right. Jonathan Bayham. Mm-hmm. Tell us about him. <laughs> Uh, he was he was one of the funniest people I've ever known. We were close. He was two years older than me. He was uh, brilliant. He had a high IQ. He was he was an art phenom and in, in high school. I mean, that was what he was known for. He had his own art shows and he got uh, scholarships to George Peabody College in Nashville. And he had his own art studio. That was he was I think he was the first student there to get one to have his own art studio. He hung out with the art professors. He was, um, he was very good, a very talented person, and then switched to the songwriting part and decided he wanted to do that. And he had a band for a while and um, played around Nashville, and then, then he decided just to write. And then he met Buffett, Jimmy Buffett. That's sort of where the, the Lovely Cruise song began for him. Do you know how Jonathan Bayham met Jimmy Buffett? Um, my understanding is <laughs> Johnny, which we called we called him Johnny. 
he found out where Jimmy Buffett was staying after his show in Nashville. And Johnny waited around the hotel with his guitar. And when Buffett came back to the hotel, Johnny started singing the song, Lovely Cruise. And I think he had him in mind when he wrote it. He he really wanted, you know, Jimmy Buffett to hear it and to, you know, hopefully record it. But they spent the night drinking and, and playing songs. And then the next thing we knew, you know, Jimmy Buffett was supposed to cut the song. But it took about a year. So we were kind of like, are you sure this is going to happen? You know, <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, he told me it would. He promised me it would. And, and then sure enough, it did. It happened. So. That's my recollection. As far as I know, I mean, I can't think of any of Buffett's songs, so-called, you know, songs, meaning this is one he didn't write, that people more confuse with one. I mean, it's written in such a style that, you know, I know a lot of people, they get the idea that Jimmy wrote that. And it's, I know. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. He, uh, Johnny loved the, the water. He loved the ocean and he loved the, he loved Florida and anything to do with water. And so it wasn't unusual for him to write a song like that. I don't recall him being a huge Buffett fan before mm-hmm. that, but, um, I mean, he was just another, you know, person that, you know, he, he liked his music, but it wasn't somebody that he talked about or, you know, and so, we were surprised or we were, we were a little confused because Buffett didn't cut other people's songs. He did his, he did it. He, you know, he did his own music. He wrote it and he recorded his own stuff. So it was kind of unusual for him to take somebody else's song like that. What do you think of that song? Lovely cruise. Oh, I think it's kind of sad and it's typical of Johnny of, of his, of sort of his, the way his life kind of went, he, he was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. very, he was in treatment probably eight or so times we tried to help him. And so to me, that song is kind of sad because it, it's just, it just speaks to me of Johnny, you know, mm-hmm. just, that's just him. Did your brother, did he, were there other songs of his that were recorded by recording artists? No. He, um, like I say, he was, he had a terrible addiction to alcohol and, um, that's ultimately what took his life. And he was, he was, he wrote songs. He, and he and, and my father, our father wrote songs together. Yeah. But I think the addiction just got in the way of everything in Johnny's life and he would start something, but he couldn't finish it, you know? Yeah. Sort of so it was very sad. But together, your your father and your brother have left a lot of songs that have really touched people, no doubt. Well, my father's probably there's probably five hundred songs at least that I that that I have the the uh, songs were that were typed out, you know, some that were recorded and some that weren't. And for Johnny, I don't know, you know, I. I I, I have his belongings, but I don't. It's not something that I've gone through or, you know, tried to understand or whatever. But, you know, later in life, he, he took he took painting back up and uh, was doing that. But, yeah, I, I, you know, my father wrote a lot of beautiful things, you know, beautiful songs. 
and he could write a he could if you told him if you ask him you know hey can you write a poem about you know I don't know birds or whatever he could do that in like twenty minutes you know I mean it was amazing that how well and how quickly he could put something together that was really you know beautiful it was an interesting life I mean you know to sort of watch <laughs> be a part of. Thank you so much for, for getting with me and, and sharing these memories. It helps me a lot. Okay. I appreciate you being interested in it. Absolutely. So I'm just curious, what, what do you do there in, in Alabama? I'm retired. I worked for the state. I was I taught for a bit. I was a, I worked for the state of Tennessee for 31 years and and I retired in 2015 and moved to Alabama in 2017. So I miss Tennessee terribly because that's where I grew up, but it has a lot of good memories. So I'd like to get back there someday. <laughs> Both I, I I love Alabama. But I love Tennessee, too, you know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love Tennessee. I just, um, I didn't realize how much I would miss it when I left. And um, it's more home to me than than Alabama, than Birmingham. I see. Yeah, I'd love to go back. It's changed a lot. One more thing. I'm just curious about this. Did your brother ever, even if it was just a demo, did he ever record Lovely Cruise himself? Oh, I'm sure he did. Well, not not for a record label or anything, but I'm sure he. I'm sure it's on a tape somewhere. And like I said, I have tapes. I have, I have every. I have all of it. Right. Because I'm the only one left. We had a younger brother who died when he was 33. So I have, I have all of it. I've just never sat down to listen to any of it. I just, um, I don't know if it's too much or I don't know what to do with it. Right. Basically, you know. Right. I'm sort of the keeper of the memories and i don't really know what to do with them well diane thank you so much i really appreciate you coming on here it's been nice to talk to you oh you're welcome thank you all right well have a have a good day if i can ever be of service you know where to get me (laughs) thank you i appreciate it all right god bless thank you bye-bye bye thank you for stopping by today if you enjoyed our program consider telling a friend about it The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.